it's an overarching story that, that unifies the, the biology, it unifies, uh, it involves geology, it involves astrophysics, um, you name it. It's all brought into this great sweep of the story, which basically is, uh, eliminates the role of God in creation, or seeks to, at least. Furthermore, the whole view, if you evolve from a monkey, um, then where is sin in that? What is, what, if you are simply the product, where is moral responsibility in that? Where is sin? It's, uh, we basically don't need a saviour. And lastly, because if evolution is accurate, then Genesis is but certainly not the early chapters. And for me, that represents a, a little bit of a slippery slope. Um, so where does, uh, where does the, the real story begin? Um, what do we make of the early stuff, if that's our view? Times don't half change. Um, I was at school in the 1970s, um, and I can remember, as I became a Christian around 14 and, uh, and I had discussions with our biology master um, and actually wrote a little thesis in a summer holiday um, to uh, present it to him uh, on why I didn't think that evolution held any water. Um, around that time also, my family had an association with London Evening Mission, long story. I went along to one of their meetings, met the the, I think it was Bishop actually, Bishop, uh, who ran it, or certainly there at the time. I have no idea how such a came up, um, but he, he would discuss evolution. He said, Well, I don't believe it, I, I believe in creation. And, uh, and he said, Oh, well, you know, good for you. And uh, uh, you know, personally, I think that evolution is to say, But I, I looked sideways at it, I have to say, and I wondered whether he was a Christian or not. That was, uh, that was my, uh, my view. And actually, if you uh, interview, oh sorry, we're, we're, we're moving, sorry, I should have said we're moving well on about two slides for that. Keep going. Yeah, 50% of uh, Evangelical Alliance respondents last year or the year before accepted evolution as a fact, as an over-above creationism. Um, theologically, um, we, most of us are evangelicals, um, we are not liberals, so we do believe in the authority of scripture. That is different from fundamentalism, where we believe absolutely everything that's written down, not even all evangelicals, are fundamentalists. <clears throat> uh, there is a widespread loss of confidence under the sheer onslaught of the TV, documentaries, nature programs, education, rich Dawkins, you name it. The key So, should we just accept evolution as a fact and dump the biblical creation camp as as, as legend. Uh, next slide, please. 
basically, this is the idea that Genesis 1 to 11 up to are some kind of a literary framework there, the imaginary is a storytelling exercise. It's pseudo-history, which again kind of gives us a different problem, because basically, you're saying it's a pseudo-history, you're saying that it's invented and made up. Is it poetry, allegory, or parable? Well, the same thing really applies. Um, it's li not written as poetry. A lot of prophets are written as poetry. This isn't. It's written as a very boring account about so and so the accidents, as we've said, and lasted this number of years. It also creates problems in explaining spiritual death, the need for redemption. So that's not very satisfactory either in my book. Uh, so next slide. Uh, one or two that have come up in the last few years, so it's sort of post-dated by uh, my earlier reading of the whole subject. Uh, so it's progressive creation. Um, so in this theory, the days of creation were, were long periods, uh, not very specific at all, it's not a literal day, but over millions of years, God created by specific acts of creation new species as others came and went. So under that idea, all the geology and fossils and things like that are explained, and all the universe can be explained, but it actually is really quite ambitious to actually introduces the idea of a stepwise creation rather than evolution as such. Um, it assumes that there were man-like creatures that were like us and painted on penny walls, existed before Adam and Eve, but didn't have any kind of spirit with which they could connect with God, and thus the idea of salvation is redundant for them. Noah's flood is interpreted as a local event. But it's not really what the Bible says. It doesn't explain the fall. It doesn't explain the existence of death before the first sin. And it ducks the question of when the Bible actually becomes historical. And uh, when did Adam actually live if he wasn't invented? Another theory that's put forward is uh, it's called theistic evolution. Basically, this says we believe in evolution, full Monty, but God devised it and directed it. So evolution is God's design tool to get us to where we are today. So uh, that's uh, that's a, also a, a fairly popular view amongst some of the Christian community. Uh, next. So, actually, when it goes down to it, is it going to set a match to evolution? Well, I don't think so, actually. Having um, looked at it again, um, there are weaknesses in, in evolution, and one thing that we must remember is that evolution is a theory and it will remain so. Um, and here are a few of the weaknesses. So, first of all, there is a tendency to date the rocks from the fossils and the fossils from the rocks. So it can become rather circular. 
carbon-14 dating is something that probably everyone here would have heard of. Heard of carbon-14 dating? <coughs> so the idea is that carbon-14 is uh, an isotope, it's radioactive, it's not stable. Uh, over five and a half thousand years, half of it will decay. Another, another star called T-Rex comes up and he would go and recognize 
2003, they found evidence of protein in osteocapsin. It's a standard protein in bone. 2005, they find flexible ligaments <coughs> and blood vessels. Two years later, they identified collagen in T-Rex bone. Two years later, they find a mass in a mammal and two more proteins. 2012, they actually find an identifier or osteocytes. Those are bone cells. And more proteins. And DNA. So the idea of Jurassic Park isn't quite as wild as all that. It's well known. It's fantasy, I know, but um, it's actually not as ridiculous <coughs> as, as all that. And in 2012, somebody took a, some organic dinosaur bone and radiocarbon tested it and found a count. In fact, quite a significant count. And given that, that there should be virtually none to sleep off after 100,000 years, and dinosaurs were supposed to have died out in 65 million years ago in a, in a massive meteor event in the Cretaceous period, um, then that doesn't make sense. Neither for that matter does the existence of any protein at that kind of time. Never mind identifying <coughs> cells like red cells and osteocytes doesn't make sense. It doesn't actually fit. Um, why isn't that stuff published? Well, you tell me. Um, there are other anomalies as well, other bits and pieces that make very little sense as well in the evolution and scheme of things. Um, the animal exotic that I was hoping to dig up a bit of um, the DVD from uh, a bit of my friend was met, I think, two or three years ago, but I think unfortunately I was too conscientious and gave it back. Um, but some extraordinary adaptations to things like you know, woodpeckers and how they dealt with concussion for their time in the brains and things like this. It's just you know, quite extraordinary. Some of the stuff in the animal kingdom. Um, and you may well know about Yosemite, um, where you can see tree trunks going up to the strata. Um, why has that not decayed? This strata are laid down very slowly. Why? Um, and again, that's just a little bit inconvenient, so you don't really hear that. You know, there, there actually is a bit more to say on that, which I'm, I'm and here's something else to think about. Now, I know you're not going to be able to read the writing, but I can't even read the writing from the PS. So, that graph, anybody know what it is? No? Okay. Um, the, on the, on the first bit of the graph, with the high bit of the graph at the top, those are average ages around the, uh, around the, the time of the early genesis. Then you get the flood, which is that where the, the, the shading changes. And all of a sudden, the, the ages plummet. Um, they go down and down and down and down. If you were an ancient fraud and you were just inventing numbers, why? 
So just in finishing up, evolutionary laser theory and the Berber proof remains with its supporters. Secondly, um, if uh, you're interested, then the creation website, creation.com, is actually really far ranging. It has loads and loads and loads of articles to go into more depth than, than I do. It's a lot more adamant, incidentally, about the, about the creation than, than I do. I really just want to fuel your, your faith. Um, and the last cryptic conclusion is that Matthew Carter is just remember um, Peter's uh, advice that we answer inquiry inquires with humility rather than sheer dogma. <coughs> I've been alive long enough in, uh, to, to have seen lots of theories overthrown and we live in the arrogance, particularly in this day, that our current state of knowledge is it. That would be proved not to be the case. Every so many years, something comes along which upsets the status quo. And I'm confident.